In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. my god we are all good as gold i promise that to you uh this is so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey welcome to wednesday yes <laughs> oh my god you guys i was like oh it's tuesday no it's wednesday it's wednesday how is everybody doing that was sheena marie Shea, valetta parks singing good as gold and i picked that song today i usually like to do mashups but i figured you know what let's let's give credit where credit is due sheena has officially delivered and we have good news folks it was not on my birthday the 25th her baby was born on the 26th so dodged a bullet because if sheena's baby was delivered on the 25th i would never have my birthday to myself Again, I want to be the only baby on the 25th. So I am happy to let the uh to 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 let Sheena, Sheena's baby have the 26th. And Sheena's baby, I keep calling it Sheena's baby. Sheena's baby actually has a name. We're getting right into it, folks. Uh this is from Sheena's uh Instagram post uh that she put out 9 hours ago, already at 240,000 likes. Not bad, huh? Almost makes me think maybe I should have a kid if I'd like to uh, bring up my Instagram engagement. So she says, my heart is so full. That's good news. Uh, on the morning of 42621, phew, uh, we welcome to the world Summer, Summer Moon Honey Davies. Summer Moon Honey Davies weighing in at 6 pounds, 12 ounces. That's a good fighting weight for a girl. So you guys... It is exactly what I said in terms of I said this since Christmas. Her name is going to be Summer. It is Summer. So I, but I'm not gonna. This isn't about a I told you so moment. I 
Of course I'm happy to have this victory, sure, I wear it with pride, but I don't need the attention for it. Now, there actually was some some complications, uh, which probably was really scary. She goes on to say, almost 24 hours after being induced, my blood pressure was extremely elevated. I was diagnosed with preeclampsia, which is now turned into H-E-L-L-P syndrome. My doctor said I was lucky and we caught this just in time to treat as it's very unusual to be caught so late in postpartum. Until this morning, I was on a magnet... Blah, 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 blah. Um, having not caught this condition in time, that would have been likely uh, where she would have potentially seized. Uh, she still is being monitored closely for elevated liver en- enzymes and low blood platelets. And she's not sure how much longer she is going to be at Cedar sinai uh, Thank you to everyone who has reached out and sent their love. And thank you to the amazing staff here at Cedar sinai We are definitely feeling all the feels and just so excited to be Summer's parents. So Sheena, she is a mother finally. I think this is the job she was destined to do. I know you're like, Ryan, no, we heard the song. She's destined to be a pop star. I, for one, think women can do it all. So first off, shame on you. Second off... Uh, you know she's going to be a good mom. She's going to be overbearing, but you know she's going to... I mean, and I don't know this Brock Davies guy, this, this her boyfriend, he just looks like a hunk of meat, right? He's always stuffing his, his huge thighs into tight little pants, and uh, and he's just, he's just, I you know, he's like a ham hock kind of a guy. He's just like, he just reminds me of like, like a bunch of hams thrown into a bag, and they're all muscular hams. Have you seen this guy? He just looks like Amaz- Am- Amazonian. He just looks like he's ready to be in some kind of Tarzan movie. Not as Tarzan, but one of Tarzan's friends. Um, and he, just, he looks beefy. He loves to wear a Speedo. I think that's maybe because he's from overseas area. I think Australian or, or New Zealand. But he's very muscular. And they obviously created a baby out of love. And that was, that's really cool. So I'm very happy. Um, the name, so Summer we knew, what we didn't know was the Moon Honey. Now, Moon Honey, I think, is a drink that they sell at Starbucks. I could be wrong. I think I ordered Moon Honey this week. But no, Moon Honey, um, I'm sure there's a meaning behind that. I'm not going to look into that right now. I'm just, I'm just too overwhelmed with all of the news. So... Um, so congrats to uh, Summer Moon Honey Davies. I do want to warn you, Summer, please stay away from Cruz Couchy, Jax's baby. Um, we also got a photo today from Lala. Uh, they posed Cruz Couchy next to Ocean, and and it kind of like was like, um, oh, Cruz's girlfriend. And it's like, stop, stop, please. You know, you already have the Instagram baby stuff. You know, like you already have your babies having their own Instagram accounts. Can we not already give your boy give your your baby's boyfriends and girlfriends like cruise cat like they, they it's it's not funny and it's not funny especially when Jax is known literally for cheating on every woman that he's ever been with it's not like I'm, I'm so scared that they're gonna put Sheena's baby in there next week and the caption's gonna be like first threesome and you know they'll do it folks you know you, I know for a second you're like how disgusting Ryan but then you thought about it and you're like no they probably will do that and that's why we've got to watch this very closely I guess I am kind of okay with it all being over Instagram because at least we can keep our watchful eye on this you know I I don't trust that cruise couchy as far as I can throw him and uh and that is that on that folks so I really am happy for Sheena and I just I I kept thinking isn't it crazy that they also announced this morning I believe a time is all just 
melding together but they uh they that that season nine of vanderpump rules is back in production they are starting filming it is everything that we've already said but they made the official announcement so all systems go uh you know the articles got put picked up by variety.com so it is definitely happening they listed all the cast that we've said they left out charlie burnett and i know charlie is coming back so that's great and i'm excited to see what they do with it tom tom will be opening i think in the next week and a half they are preparing for that opening right now, so that is all cool. I'm ready to give it a shot, and if you heard yesterday's podcast, you know exactly how I want them to uh, to, to do that opening. Um, it, there's part of me, you guys, that knows we will at least get you know, cell phone footage of Sheena giving labor, or there might be an actual camera in there, which would be a huge surprise to do on the first episode, an actual film crew filming Sheena give birth. But Sheena is such a pro that I bet she got word they were returning. She's like, I'm getting this baby out now so I can get back to fighting weight so I can pretend to work at Sir again. Or she was like, I will hold it in until we get the uh, all systems go. Like Sheena is such a pro that she probably talked to the, the uh, director or something and he was like, um, you know, I'm not sure when we're coming back. And, and she would be like, you know what? I will make sure I hold this baby in until you give me word. I want this baby to be on camera. I will make sure this baby stays in me uh, until that happens. But all, like, I, you know, Sheena, she will be, I, I'll bet you $100 she is at Sir within the next week. I bet you we will see a photo of Sheena not working, but visiting Sir, because this is Sheena's dream. Sheena's dream is she is now, think about it, kind of the lead of Vanderpump Rules. She has been there since the first season. I know you're saying, Ryan, Ariana. Ariana wasn't there since the first season. Uh, or you're saying Katie, and it's, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> it's Katie. I mean, Katie's a, a nice supporting player. But Sheena, Sheena has been ready for this spotlight since day one. She has no Stassi to make fun of her, no Kristen to pick on her, no Jax to tell her to shut up. I mean, this is Sheena's year, and she has a little baby cub to protect. I'm telling you, you know Sheena's thought about this. You know she knows this is her gear. The only thing standing in her way is one Miss Lala Kent. Now, I talked about uh, this uh, earlier this week, I believe, that I saw an overserved episode by accident, which is Lisa Vanderpump's show on E, and Lala was there, and Lala was relaying to Lisa that she is no longer talking to Sheena. Remember, she had that whole dust-up with uh, Sheena when Sheena said Lala was not there for her when she miscarried, and Lala was not having that, and uh, Sheena did not get an invite to Lala's uh, baby gender reveal. So Lala was firm on that, but then I was sent uh, a thing where Lala did post on Sheena's Instagram, looks beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I said this week. I said, you know, Lala said she's not going to talk to Sheena, but we know we can never believe that. That just, those are anger words. And, And I'm sure when shows get, you know, starting to film again and money's involved, you know, you're going to become friends really quick again if it means shooting your show and getting a paycheck and all of that jazz. So very excited, very exciting stuff. Um, I guess the uh, the game's on, though. Who is going to get the first summer interview? Who is and who's going to get the first Cruise Couchy interview? I will not. What if, what if I did? What if I put in serious requests? And I was like, I would like to speak to Mr. Cruz Couchy. And uh, what if we just get just just babbling? I mean, it could be worse than Jack's, right? Like, it would be the same kind of babbling. 
Um, which baby, let's also play a game here. Which baby do we think will be the first baby on Cameo? Who will start? And I I got to say it's Cruz Couchy because I know Jax needs the money. So I bet Cruz will, and it'll be his dad manipulating his arms and stuff like, Hey, everybody, I'm Cruz. I'm, I'm taking a break out of getting so much pussy. I want... <laughs> I want to say Happy Mother's Day from Cruz and my dad, Jax. And then Jax will pop up like, hey, I'm the number one guy in the group. Cruz says he's the number one guy in the group. Well, I don't know. Anyways, happy birthday. This money's going directly to the IRS. I, I, end scene. Um, it'll go something like that. Anyways, right out of the gate, a huge news story, folks. I did that because I hope it's okay. Uh, today is just going to be us. Is I have my second vaccination shot tomorrow, or early morning, and I had a guest that backed out, which is totally great and fine. And then I was like, I have so many news stories, and I do have a guest. Mr. Bill and Mrs. Becky Bailey will be with us today. Um, they are going to be joining us, and I just have so many things to get to, and I think this is going to be a really fun, fun, fun episode because I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about Real Housewives of Dallas reunion, which we got our first peek at. I want to talk about Gia Giudici uh, commenting on uh, Jackie saying she was on cocaine. I want to um, I, I want to talk about Summer House, of course. Uh, a little more Vanderpump Rules. We are going to go all around the world today. I got a lot of clips to play for you. We got uh, our first peek at an extended scene from the Summer House uh, reunion, which I'm living for. Thursday cannot come soon enough for me, you guys. I am so in love with that show that I worry about myself. It's it's one of those things you, you're, you're, you're so in love with the show where you're like, you warn your therapist. You're like, yo, we're two weeks out from that being over, so mark your calendar. I might need you more than once that week. I mean that is that's what we're that's what we're dealing with and I think I'd be remiss not to warn you guys to be prepared for a fall be prepared for a deep 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 depression when that show ends. Uh, and I know, of course, we have Real Housewives of New York that starts next next week, which is exciting. And I do have a Real Housewives of New York story, uh, which I'm very excited about. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, two weeks after that. We got Shaws of Sunset. We are in for a real big uh, month on Bravo. And I'm going to keep reminding you guys about that as things pop up. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I was thinking when I had to download Good as Gold again, to play it at the beginning of the show, and I got to tell you, folks, I've downloaded that song now. I would say about fifty times, and I always lose it in my iTunes somewhere because I don't. It hard to explain, but I was thinking about how many things like that are just like you ever think about it. I know this is dark, and I know this is early in the show for this, but do you ever think about dying? And I don't mean in the sense of what's it, what's it, you know, is it going to be painful? Da, 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 is there a heaven? No, I think about whoever is going to be in charge of going through my shit afterwards. Because I was thinking about that in terms of good as gold, of like somebody going, um, he has 50, uh, he has 50 MP3s of good as gold. I don't know what happened here. And, you know, you won't be there to be able to be like, no, 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 no. What happened was I was extremely disorganized and I just kept downloading it because I didn't have time to find it. And then I was thinking, oh God, when they get to my phone, my camera roll and you're going to like, oh, Ryan, is there a bunch of nudes there? No, I have literally 300 photos of Aviva's leg from Real Housewives of New York because I'll, 
I'll, I'll find it, I'll uh, save it to my camera roll, and then I'll use it in some kind of meme or something or send it to a friend, as I do. And then uh, a month later, I'll want to do an Aviva joke again, and I can't find it, so I just download it again. And now, uh, think about if whoever goes through my stuff when I pass, they don't even watch The Housewife, so they're just going to think I'm into fake legs. They're going to think that like, whoa, is this guy get some kind of arousal out of fake legs? And yeah, the answer is yes, of course. But more importantly, they're going to just think I'm a complete, complete nut job. And I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say I am not a nut job. I just like the stuff I like. You guys like the stuff you like as well. Um, but really, there should be. Do you ever think about, you know, there should be like a kill switch, like, or we should entrust one of our friends. That when you are passing away, either you make an arrangement with your friend, uh, you know, before this, or you just have a kill switch where the moment you die, you tell one friend, you go, go into all this, you know, this is my Apple ID, you delete everything. There's, and by the way, Apple should introduce with the next operating system, a kill switch button where it deletes every digital footprint on any Apple product. Because like, I do not want, at this point, I'm not married. I don't want... I don't want my mom going through my stuff. You know, it, we would have to explain so much to her. Like she'd be like, she'd be so confused. And also just all the bad jokes. Like, you know, the horrible jokes you tell to your, your friends and like the jokes you go back and forth. Like I, my friend sent me an instant message conversation that we had from like 2010, an AIM conversation. And it was so disgusting and funny, but disgusting that I was like, if somebody just happened upon this, I mean, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. It was just horrible. Um, I just worry about stuff like that. Like, you know, it's like one thing to go in my room and look at all my Bravo memorabilia and my toys and all that shit, which is as you get older, you're realizing I didn't need, you know, I didn't need 10 Batman action figures. I could have just had one. And by the way, I'll tell you, Batman action figures do not spoon you at night. They don't let you be Little Spoon or Big Spoon or whatever. They just sit there. And I don't know why in my 20s I thought it was so fucking cool to have a Batman action figure because it was a class. It, was, it wasn't like one that kids got. It was a fancy adult action figure, which I don't. Now I'm realizing that doesn't exist. There's no adult action figures. We're all just children that want this shit. Um, but I, I hope you guys have some kind of plan of action if anything happens to you because I just or maybe I'll just tell my mom like I know you have a tendency to want to be a nibby nose um, but please just leave all of my stuff alone please and luckily I don't have any playboys or penthouses like luckily porn like hard hard copy porn I don't even think it exists anymore I remember when I was a kid like you know getting your hands on a playboy and it was like gold and luckily there's not that Oh my God, I was thinking back to, I had two nudie mags when I was in, uh, when I first moved to LA and, and my, uh, my ex caught me with them and you're like, no big deal. But she was really upset. I remember that was, that was a bad, well, I'm oversharing again with you guys. I try, I said I was not going to do that, but it's just me and you today. So, uh, enjoy, enjoy this horrible, horrible ride that you're on with me right now. Um, are you guys good? Is everything good? I I said yesterday I was just which by the way, did you listen? Mandy Slutsker was so great and Sophie Ross was so great the day before. Um you know, I can tease around a lot and and uh but I, I really 
it is very cool to get to talk to these people, to get to share um, their thoughts and, and see what they're thinking about. And it's cool to have those moments with them. And, oh, also, uh, Blocked by Jax, the Instagram account, I did her podcast. You know, I'm not sure what her podcast is called, actually, and I know it's probably not Blocked by Jax. It's probably something with Bravo in it, but we talked for a couple hours today. And had a really fun conversation, so I'll let you guys know when that is out. She is always really nice and funny and all of that stuff. I had a great time. Um, uh, what else is what else is there? Mainly Bravo. I was on her podcast last week. Uh, that was really a great experience as well. Um, there is plenty of stuff to listen if you need me. Are, did you guys get all your second vaccination shots yet? Did everything? I'm kind of preparing to not feel great. Uh, as I said earlier, and uh, I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous actually. Uh, I hope I'm not sick for too long, and uh, and if I am sick, I hope it's the fun kind of sick where you just sleep and then watch bad TV, which is kind of like my life at this point actually, minus the sick. Um, you guys, uh, are you ever curious about who? who raised and and birthed me uh it's bill and becky bailey so i want to play you my interview with bill and becky bailey we go into all of it we go into my birthday we go into vanderpump rules they ask me about summer house i teach my mom some dirty things so it's a standard bill and becky appearance when uh we get back i will uh play some more stuff and we'll have fun okay bill and becky bailey Choke, gun smoke, gun smoke. Biggie smokes for mayor, the rap slayer, the hooker layer. Motherfucker, say your prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace. Smack the bitch in the face. Take her Gucci bag and a North Face off her back. Jap her if she act. Funny with the money, oh, you got me mistaken, honey. Hello? I accepted it last time and it went away. What class, okay, what class of wine are you on right now? Uh, 52. Wait, is dad there? I get I think Ryan hung up on me. Uh, I think he's having Jameson. He's been enjoying this wine I've been buying by the case, though, lately. You've been buying wine by the case, Mom? Well, duh. Yeah, it's $5 a bottle. Uh, what are you drinking, like uh, Two Buck Chuck? Pardon me? Two Buck Chuck from Trader Joe's? No, but I did go. And that's funny you should say that. I went to Trader Joe's for the first time in like six months uh, yesterday. How was it? I was looking for turkey meatballs and I found them. Oh, you nice. can tell we're old and retired. We yeah, yeah, wow. That's yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't Mom, I didn't realize you'd you'd hit us with that excitement right out of the gate. Yep. Oh yeah, we're we're good. Well, um, I was gonna buy you a birthday cake, but you weren't here, so I scratched that from my shopping list. Well now this is two what, days. Was it Ryan's birthday? Yeah, see, well it's two days past my birthday and, and just so the audience knows, they didn't even reach out to me on my birthday. Whoa! I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Did you notice on my? I put something on your timeline, and everybody copied under mine. No, I didn't. I didn't on Facebook. You should look at it. Yeah, there's like fifty of them. Mom, you're the one that's obsessed with Facebook, not me. Well, no, it just happened to be that when I look, well, I have to. I have book club on there. I have all these ones that send me <laughs> notifications. Nice yeah. thing about human you can rationalize yes. anything. <laughs> that's right um so that's uh, always right Did so if you, you record that yeah no it's recorded so th- let's pretend i'm 33 years old so 33 years old and then you would so 33 years old uh 33 years plus nine months would be the day you guys had sex 
Okay. Do you remember the day? Do you remember? Do you remember when I was created? And you, who are you again? <laughs> yeah. Dad, Where I know, I know you don't remember it, but uh, mom, do you remember? Was it like, was all it, was I, it? All I know is I got laid. Was, well, that's what I would say. I mean, a lot of people want to know, mom, was it angry sex? Was it happy sex? What was it? Wasn't it down in Florida? Well, we would have been <laughs> 33 years. would have been in our forties. No, yes. mom, obviously. Uh, when we were in Florida, we, we, aunt, we had aunt Kathy fly down and meet us in Florida. So you guys could um, create me? Pardon me? You guys had Aunt Kathy fly down so you guys could create me? Like, Yeah, yeah, it was special. We needed Um, her instructions. She (laughs) was getting a divorce, and she was all very sad. And we said, oh, come join us. And it was just a happy day. And then you you left her alone and had sex? Well, no, no, we're on the same road. Before she got there. Before she got there. Menage a trois. Not menage a trois. Maybe your Aunt Kathy's. I don't know. But before she got there, we went camping. In Myrtle Beach. In Myrtle Beach. South Carolina. Oh, that's why I'm so one with nature. Yes. It's. It's the beach thing. I, I, you know how much I love the beach. And that's oh, all gross. The Wait, so you're saying you get turned on by the beach? Absolutely. <laughs> how come you never me? How come you never invited? <laughs> you always talk about the water, uh, Mister Waterman. <laughs> well, Mister Waterman. Oh no, I don't. That would that be hard or soft water? <laughs> oh man, that was pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Um, uh, so, Dad, did you do you know that Mom has invited me to your 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 vacation in Clearwater, Florida? And you are. Did yeah, you? No, that'd be cool. Okay, I just I wanted to ask you on the podcast to know if you even oh. knew that I w- I got invited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, I hope you can make it. Clearwater is really nice. No, I said, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for your birthday. And we thought a trip down there would be awesome. They have the best food, seafood ever. But it's the Clearwater is like where all the Scientologists are, right? Yeah, that's their headquarters. But but they don't. They're they're in another part. They don't bother you. We went two years ago and we loved it. Yeah. Well, I guess the big question though is, I gotta ask honestly, is like, is this? Am I becoming the guy that since he's not married and stuff, the guy that vacations with his parents now for the rest of his life? Well, no, it's because your mom's favorite. <laughs> it's because I couldn't think of another gift for you. No, we go and on besides, lots. And besides, she, she's kind of bored with me, so you bring a little Wait, excitement. Yeah, we but, go but, on lots of trips with Kara and Chris and the kids. But to be honest with you, I thought it was a little strange myself. And we, <laughs> and we go all over with them, and we see them every day. We only get to see you if we pull you away. Well, Clearwater is a is a is beach area, right? Yeah, and it's a warm Gulf beach. Wait, so the whole time I'm going to be sitting there thinking you're like turned on, mom? Because <laughs> you said that, you're like that the, was the a beach. long time. Ago. <laughs> that, was, that was a long time. Ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's a it's a happy place. Let's put it that way. <laughs> It's happy. And so you guys are also going to New Mexico, um, June, uh, in June. June, and I'm going to come up at some point in early June for Connor's or for uh, Watermelon's yeah. birthday. And right. I, I told you guys that and that one lady, Father's Day. I told you the one lady that listens to the podcast wants you to visit her organic farm when you're in, in New Mexico. 
Did in I Albuquerque, where she at? Al, Al, yeah, oh, I, you'll have to send. yeah, I got a, I got a whole email from her that I'll send you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, she was. Oh, she thought, in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, and Taos. Yeah, she said uh, it would be a real honor, and I was like, "Oh, that's actually might oh, no. be kind of cool." Oh, um, and you then fabulous. Does she does she have water? She does. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we're going, and then you guys are we're going back to Long Beach though too over the summer. So you guys, yes. well, but didn't you just read that they're go- you're going to be able to fly overseas starting in the summer? Uh, still not ready for that. The trip to um, Florida on a flight will be a, the first time for me on a flight. So, um, yeah. This is our domestic year. Okay, yeah. domestic year. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, last year was nothing. No travel, stay at home. Did we ever tell you that our Africa trip was canceled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we never got our money back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think everybody on the podcast has heard that at this time. Oh. Um. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, that is good. And how are the, how are the kids doing? Are they good? Kids are good. Today was donut Tuesday. So I did the donut thing and took Addison to school. And then Addie was here after school to, we, dad took her to piano. Now I told the, the podcast audience last week is that, um, Connor, uh, watermelon, do you ever leave room that he is playing you guys for fools? Well, there duh. are times. Absolutely. <laughs> so what? So what's your point? He's like Nana. You, his, Nana, I love you, Nana. And I. That. Well, you know, I pulled him aside last, when I was there a couple weeks ago, and I said, "The only person that can loaf off my parents is me." <laughs> and he cried and stuff, but I think he understood what I I meant. You know, I thought he might. I thought he might have flipped you off. Yeah, I know. He said. He said. He said. Listen, old man, you can take all the vacations you want with them, but I'm going to get what I want here. Um, yeah. No, I didn't say. Well, that. But wait a minute. I don't know if Becky t- mom told you this, but going about Clearwater, it's only if Connor can't go. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, it's. But but Addie has it made. She comes here three days a week after school. Bapa has the popcorn already popped for her kettle corn. Has to be kettle corn. She comes in, uses the bathroom, gets her drink, gets her popcorn, turns on her favorite show, and doesn't say a word to us. <laughs> wow! Did you? I mean, that's by the way. I saw. I was looking at. Uh, I saw an old photo of when we went to Hawaii and we were on like a catamaran or something. And yeah, yeah. I I don't know I I just saw this and I I, I have to send it to you but uh, Kara is completely pouting on the in the oh, picture yeah. on the catamaran, my oh, sister. Always. But I Do said that mean- kind of looks like it reminded me of Addison like just sitting there yeah, her yeah. her daughter and I was like it's really crazy that it it's the exact same thing kind of you know. But Addison is more pleasant with us than Kara was with Grandma. That's thus her and Grandma didn't get along. But she but, wasn't around Grandma. But yeah, do you yeah, remember, exactly. Do you remember when your first um, Horizon um, uh, Award Drama Awards was? She would. She just pouted in every single picture. I do. I have those pictures, actually. Yeah, oh, that they're was horrible. Yeah, when I'm dressed up in the little uh, tuxedo where I yes, look like a nerd. I married her, wear a dress, <laughs> and she was so. And I went, I picked her up at her girlfriend's too early. 
She wasn't happy. I told her she had to wear the dress. That made her even more unhappy. <laughs> and then she got there, and she just crossed her arms and pouted in every picture. Well, uh, I mean, she definitely is very different than she was growing up now. So um, yes. did She's you guys... We got the announcement today or yesterday that Vanderpump Rules is coming back. It's not canceled. And they start filming in two weeks. They start filming. Are they including Jax? No, Jax is still gone. Jax is still fired. But the rest of the cast. God, I guess I didn't realize that. But that's a good thing. Yeah, so Tom Tom is opening in like two weeks. So maybe when we're in Long Beach one night, yeah. you guys can drive yeah, up we'll and go we can over there yeah, we and can Uber or Uber something and, and, yeah. and that out. Um, but yeah. yeah, what's up with that? Go ahead. Uh, no, 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 what were you going to say? Oh, no. Uh, you were talking about the, the reality shows. How was your interview with the sandwich girl? Oh, with Lindsay. Yes. Um, well, I told, well, I kind of fibbed. I said, dad, I said, you had a crush on Lindsay. And I said, mom had a crush. No, on. No, no. I had a crush on her dress. I, that's well, I did say he liked your boob dress. You didn't specify. And I, and, and I said, you had a crush on Stravi, which you did, but I didn't, yes. I didn't tell her how you guys both wanted her, like him to get away from her. You know, oh, you both said to no. run. Yes. But uh, don't tell her. But she, she kind of flirted with me during the podcast. Well, it sounds like she was so much sweeter with you than she is on the actual well, show. She's performing. She can use a <laughs> yeah, little. It's the power of the podcast. There. She's performing on the show. I know, but we've already got that other girl that's mean, so we don't need her to be mean, but, too. But, but I saw the picture of her. Yeah. She was really not very nice looking. Yeah, no, she was, you know, she was, and she, but she, uh, she didn't, re she was like, wait, you're straight and you watch these shows because you <laughs> she goes she goes you're straight and you watch these shows because you want to watch these shows like she didn't get it she thought like somebody was making me watch these shows and i was like no i she goes you watch these by your own like you watch these because you want to and i was like yeah and she's like oh okay like um but and she, but no she was she was she actually she was really funny and uh so yeah so she's gonna come to clearwater with us all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Becky, maybe you can uh, stay here. Yeah. <laughs> I just got ousted. But um, um, does she live on the East Coast or West Coast? Yeah, she lives in New York, so it's probably not going to work. Oh, with it Between us, yeah. But I said I said I was going to send her sandwiches because she wants oh, to send yeah. Really? yeah, I did say I was going to send her sandwiches. And... She la did she laugh about the sandwich bit? Oh, yeah. She, told, she had a really good sense of humor about everything. Um, I mean, that cracked me up. I loved it because she kept hammering down on it. Yeah, no, she was she was really uh, no, she was great. And uh, uh, did you? Well, I don't think I've talked to you guys in a couple weeks on the podcast, but you know, Jax and Jax had his baby, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, a boy, a boy, he, a right? boy named Cruz. But now, is the he? <laughs> he said he did a post, and I. This is a question for Dad. He said. He's never felt like more of a man than when he had his son. He he said he's at like he has never been more of a man than he has been the last couple of days that his son was born. Did you feel that on your case that very, you would very chauvinistic on his part? I mean, very much so. But did you feel that like you were finally a man when you had? Uh, no, not at a all. I was just very I, well. You know, don't you know? Don't tell mom that I was very happy, and you know, the whole bit. I I was just happy. Why don't tell mom? Had a family. Yeah, well, because it wasn't me, mom. It, it was the other family. It didn't feel chauvinistic. I, 
Well, now, and this, because I knew I was. Brian, <laughs> Jack's probably has several other sons and or daughters out around the world. I mean, that's that's what he. I mean, well, well, you guys didn't watch the earlier seasons, but he got a, uh, I think, a hooker in Vegas pregnant. And that's, that's what I'm saying. And that's what broke him up with Stassi in the first season. A stri- I'm sorry, it's a stripper, not a hooker. And by the way, they're not called hookers. They're called sex workers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I slipped okay, up. Okay, well, whatever they are, he's got other children out there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, so, but he said that in a post that he's never been more of a man than he is right now. So he's like a peak manhood. But then he posted a picture of Britney and he left her whole nipple in. <laughs> Yeah, poor thing. Yeah, like he left it, and then he he left it up for six hours, and then finally took it down and re-edited it. But like, I mean, do you think he did that on purpose, or do you think he just sure, was accidental? Or, he no, did it for publicity. Hey, you know, I wonder if he would have had a girl, would he have felt more of a man? Yeah, I, that's what I mean. He's, well, I mean, I that's. I would have made that statement. Well, wait, Dad, is that that's actually an interesting question? Are you upset that I don't have kids yet to pass on the Bailey name? Um, no, no, not at all. You sound like you're crying. You sound like you're crying right no, now. No, 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 Exactly. Well, don't worry about that. I don't stay awake. Yeah, not past nine o'clock. I know, Becky. <laughs> um, uh, so is the Clearwater thing my only gift, or is there more gifts? What's that, what's the gift situation? <laughs> yeah, you're you're the one in charge of that. I I've asked you a thousand times. What do you want for your birthday? And I get you know I hear crickets. Well, don't let mom pressure into going. I'm no, I'm no, I'm, I'm definitely going. No, I am actually excited to go. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. And then on the Long Beach one, you have to tell me which week works best for you. Cause I want to jump on that before they all get filled up. Well, I want to wait to make sure what the, what's good for the listeners too, which week. Okay. I'm joking, mom. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. I will. Uh, but by the way, both of those weeks work. So you can, you can, you know, you can we book can either choose. of those. Okay. And you have a listener in Long Beach, don't you? I do, yeah. I mean, we have listeners everywhere. Wow. I, I'm interested in the one in uh, New Mexico. We'll have to figure yeah. out where yeah. that's on our travel plan. Uh, yeah, the- no, it seemed like it seemed like a really cool thing. So I thought, it, and it sounded like oh. it's a whole organic farm, and it sounded like something that might be up your alley anyways. Absolutely. Oh, no, no, I'd love to do that. Yeah. You know, I have my garden, and I love far- uh, uh, and the organic bit. You love farmers? You, you love farmers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, yep. wait. The guy was Farmer John, the guy that almost was dad. That's yeah. what dad called him, was Farmer John, because his family owned three farms. And what and was then- his real name, John? Pardon me? Was his real name John, or was he just Farmer John? No, no, Mom, no, just, mom no. just called him Stud. Mike. <laughs> yeah, you called him Lover, Mom. <laughs> mom have you ever seen the movie human centipede no, no yeah it's crazy so what happens is that this guy like it ends up like it's it's it grow he's a doctor and then he kidnaps these ladies and then he knocks them out and then what he does they wake up and he sewed all of them in a human centipede so the one <laughs> gross the one lady's mouth that? no 
No, I, I, have, I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen it. I was just trying to think of the. I've been trying to think all day of like the craziest things to tell mom to see what her reaction was. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like the lamb. Yes. Yeah. It well, kind of what? Yeah. Kind of it. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I have actually not seen that yet. Oh, I know. I got a question for you. Yeah. Did you watch the Oscars? You know what? I didn't. I didn't at all. Oh. Like, I, 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 you were I, at dinner, weren't you? I was, at, I was at dinner, and then I read so many things already that said how bad they were that I just didn't even bother. And that's that's so huh. sad. Like, it just did if you they guys... lose somebody like you? I mean, you're you're a faithful fan. I mean, I really do. I used to watch. I remember watching. I wanted to be Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars. I wanted well, of I, back then. Yeah, I mean, that so was you get to go to one and the, be the one Emmys. Of those the stage that took him to the green room. The, or the Emmys. That was the Emmys. Oh, okay, Emmys. Yeah, the TV or the TV, but yeah, I mean the Oscars were, I mean, but also at the same time, there's been it's like a really horrible year. They shouldn't have done this, done these at all, and all the TV, all the movies were on TV anyways. So I just yeah, I read, yeah. An, yeah, I read an article today about streaming and everything, and it was very political, and it just did you watch um, it? No, oh, I just <laughs> got it. I didn't no, watch. I, I, I didn't even watch the gowns, although the one person I did see her beautiful blue gown, I loved it. Who was that? I don't remember her name. Oh, the blue. I think that was, um, was she blonde haired? No, she was darker, dark skinned, and it kind of like came out in, in uh, epilepsy. You say dark skinned, you talking about African American? African American mom, or you just can? Yes. She was really well, cool. No, not, She's an no, actress PC, I like, yeah. and I can't think of her name. I'm sorry, but. She's a very good actress, but her dress was outstanding and how it fit her and the look of it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure. I guess. I don't know. I just didn't. I don't think anybody. I don't know. I think it's just like a weird year to be giving awards to anybody. And I I don't. Well, wait, Dad, did you hear uh, Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor of California because they approved the recall of Newsom? Yeah. I mean, as a Republican. Uh, and then yeah. I saw today what's the other actress that he R- might R- run? Randy Quaid, who plays yeah. uh, cousin, uh, uh, what's his name? Cousin from Christmas Vacation. Yeah, oh, cousin yeah, Eddie. Randy. Cousin Eddie. Oh, I thought you said actress. It was an actor. That's Randy an actor. Quaid. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Randy I, Quaid. But Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid wasn't even able to like. I thought he wasn't even able back into the U.S. because he was like in Canada and he had like broken law. Like Randy Quaid's insane, by the way. I know. Oh, yeah. He's just doing it for publicity. I mean, but, but, well, that's, are, that's all I California think... is, is just a bunch of publicity, you know? Exactly. And you're still yeah. living there, right? Well, I mean, I'm telling you, I, like I said, the other, I mean, I, I told the story on the podcast about what happened to Megan the other night. Uh, oh, it's a really, it's yeah. a really, I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's gotten very, it's gotten, it's, you can, it's, the energy is just really different here. And well, it's, the whole country is very violent, very hateful and, Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see when every... Well, tomorrow is my second and final vaccine shot. Oh, that's right. right. Don't forget. We get there on time. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to forget. This is mom. Oh, mom, what if I accidentally go to Clearwater tomorrow instead? Because I confused the two. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, tomorrow. I mean, and I'm already... I'm going to get all my podcast stuff done tonight so I can prepare to feel bad. Because, mom, didn't you say you felt horrible, right? Both of them, but you didn't do so bad on your first one, so no, you might fine. not. Which one are you? Did you get the Moderna? Uh, that's the one I got. Dad got I Pfizer. All right, yeah, yeah. So the his wasn't bad, but mom, but I think you and Dad will be fine because you had both had COVID so bad, and I didn't. 
Yeah. Well, I'm. My body was fighting it really hard. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, I just hope everything goes well. So yeah, that it'll be good to have that out of the way, and then I can. Oh uh, yeah, have it done. And then I can see Nick and Heather's baby and stuff, and and that'll yay, be great. You know? Yay, Miss Olive. Yeah, wait. Have they posted? Wait, Mom. You know, you would know because you're on Facebook. Have they posted anything? No, but Linda, uh, his mom, mom, yeah, texted her, and she was going that particular that day to go see her for the first time. She was so excited. Yeah, no, I bet. uh, I bet she was very uh, yeah. And she's been waiting for grandchildren forever. (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean she truly has. So this gets uh, takes pressure off uh, Jess, Nick's sister, for a bit. And Jess is younger, right, than Nick? Yeah, a couple of years. I think it's kind of like Kara and me, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, well, anything else going on? No, not really. Just a uh, beautiful day today. It was overcast, only got into the low 70s. It was great. <laughs> Rained and, a little bit. And wonderful. Friday, we're having our Moroccan lady cook food for us and bring it over. Oh, nice. And because we love this lady cooks the best Moroccan food ever. Weren't you going to invite Ryan? Yeah. Wait, wait, where's uh, my invite? Yeah. uh, Then Saturday, we're going to some friend's house to plan a trip up north to Prescott with like four or five couples and go to the wine. So we're starting to get out. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys are sounding like way too busy, actually. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to where we're filling in our calendar again. That's kind of fun. Well, take it take it slow. Don't wear yourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anything else that you'd like to say? No. no just well, I don't don't hate. Well, don't hate. Happy birthday to Happy you. Birthday to you. <laughs> thank you look you. like a monkey, and you smell yeah. like one too. Well, thank you guys for all that. The thirty-three uh, years and nine months ago, when you guys made sweet, gentle love and uh, created me. <laughs> and by the way, did you know? Like, it would, did you feel that I would be bring joy to to thousands, maybe millions, one day? And you mm. are, <laughs> and that's uh, no. That, we were just happy. I I never felt more like a man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Love, love you. Be good. Don't uh, hate. Don't hate. Bye. Uh, aren't they great? Warms warms my heart. Uh, they are. Uh, as I get older, two of my best friends. So and it's pretty cool that I'm able to say dirty stuff to my mom now. That's really always was my dream growing up as a, a young man in Kansas. Um, you guys, I, um, I had such a great birthday in so many ways. Um, so much different than last birthday, which was still great, just different. Um, I, uh, I got to do a, a lot more things. I, like I said, I got to go to a comic book store. I got to hike. It was really, uh, just a great day. And I got so many cool gifts and I wanted to play a couple of them for you because they're really cool, but they're also funny. And um, two of my really best friends that I've I've met online, I've never met these two girls in real life. Um, it's Rebecca and Emily. Um, uh, they're just both the best. Uh, and I've been on a text thread with them for like three, to f- I think two or three years now. And just great people. I think we originally met on the... Sexy Unique Podcast Facebook group. I don't, and I, I think that's, I think that's still a thing. I think, <laughs> but I'm not sure. But 
Um, they're just really just amazing. And they got me a cameo last year for my birthday. So this year they did it again and it just, um, they're great. So Rebecca Esperanza, Rebecca, I don't even know if I say your last name correctly, but Rebecca is amazing. She lives in Miami. I can't wait to go meet her someday. Um, I see her adventures every day on Instagram and Emily Clayton, uh, the same. And Emily, you probably know her from the podcast because she has been on, she does my summer house recaps with me on the Patreon, which I know we have another one coming out tomorrow of last, uh, the season finale, which was amazing. And, uh, she is uh, awesome and lives in Vegas, but really they're just, it just goes to show you with any of this stuff, you know, we can make fun of friends that you meet online, but sometimes the friends you meet online are, you know, some of the best friends that you actually could have and they're caring and sweet people and not the deviants that they're painted out to be. But anyways, I got this message that I need you to hear from Mr. Real Housewives of New Jersey, Frank Catania. Hey, Ryan, Frank Catania from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And listen, my brother, your friend Emily reached out to me, told me all about how it's your birthday. So, bro, I want to wish you a happy, happy birthday. I wish you nothing but the best. Listen, man, you have a great, great day. You have a great year, in fact. You want to know someone? Go kick some ass, man. And remember, man, it's your birthday. On your birthday, man, you are the king. When you wake up, you do whatever it takes to put a smile on your face, whatever it takes to enjoy your day, man. Because let me tell you something, man, all right? Emily tells me what an awesome friend you are, all right? How much you care about your family and your friends and your podcast. So, brother, listen to me, man. First of all, I wish you nothing but the best with your podcast, all right, man? I hope you kick it out of the fucking park. Enjoy it, brother, all right? And listen, you got this year ahead of you, okay? Keep your head up. We had some crazy, crazy years with this COVID nonsense. Ryan, all right, this shit's going to be over with soon, and it's time for you to kick some ass, bro. It seems like you got your life all together. Everybody around you enjoys you. You're such a good guy, man. Keep it that way, all right? And it's time for you to enjoy yourself on your birthday, man. I wish you nothing, nothing but the best, man. Talk to you soon, Ryan. Happy birthday to you. Be safe. Be smart. Frank Catania, ladies and gentlemen, the star power on this show, Bill and Becky Bailey, Frank Catania, amazing. Uh, Emily and Rebecca, if you're listening, thank you so much. You really are two of the people that have kept me sane in this past year, and uh, I just I'm I'm so lucky to to call you guys my friends. So thank you so much for that. And Frank Catania, I feel like I should reach out to him. I would love to talk to him on the podcast before. I know a couple of my lady friends that have slid into Frank Catania's DMs, and I would love to talk to him about that. If if uh, but guys. That is not all. That is not all at at in the very... No, 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 no. My good friend, uh, Emily Stalker, um, S-T-O-C-K-E-R, she sent me this. Now, this isn't a cameo. This is... She's actually friends with this next gentleman. uh, And out of the goodness of his heart, even though I have called him ugly in the past... He has, uh, was gentlemanly enough. This guy has completely won me over. Like, this guy is, uh, he's a 10 now in my eyes. Uh, his name is John Pringle. You might know him from a little show called Southern Charm. Here is John Pringle. Ryan fucking Bailey. Ryan Bailey. My nemesis. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, look, it's Hungover Pringle, your favorite ugly Bravo person. Um, anyway, Ryan, I didn't take any of that stuff seriously. Uh, it didn't bother me at all. 
but your friend Emily, who we have a mutual friend Emily, asked me to reach out, probably kind of in a joking way here, to wish you happy birthday. I have listened to your podcast, uh, and I did hear you apologize in a way at the end of this season, which was very nice, dude, and um, don't worry, I did not take anything you said seriously. I kind of liked it. You know that um, one person on Vulture said I looked like a bar of Irish Spring with a wig. That was pretty good. Someone else told me I looked like a defrosting Mel Gibson, uh, which I took as a compliment. I think even though he's a misogynistic bigot, uh, he's a handsome guy. Um, in any case, Ryan, I want to wish you a happy birthday, dude. And Emily says, maybe give you a formal forgive you. Um, so of course, buddy, I don't care. You can go, go, go nuts on me. I think uh, I know what I signed up for. And we all got to do what we got to do, right? Um, plus today, you get a slightly hungover Pringle. So I probably do look like shit. So I think you're right. I am ugly. Um, in any case, buddy, I hope you have a good day. And keep up the good work. And um, I think we're about to start filming again. So uh, you'll have a little more ammo. Um, coming down the line but i hope you have a great one bud and like emily said no sweat on, on any of the stuff that was said i think it's uh i think it was pretty funny um all right buddy i hope you have a good birthday all right talk to you later see you emily come on that is a good dude who that see that is how you take a joke you have a jackass like me making fun of you and then to be a gentleman like that and to laugh at it and stuff um, I bet that man has a huge penis. I'm going to say that. You know what? John Pringle, huge penis. I'm putting that out in the world. Congratulations, John. Thank you so much. I mean, this really just flipping cool. Like for a geek like me, this is, this is extremely cool. Um, and, and one of the coolest ones, uh, is from my really good friend and friend of the pod, Annabelle DeSisto. You know, Annabelle from Adderall and Compliments, her amazing podcast, but we have done the entire Twilight series together. We've recapped the entire Twilight series on her podcast, and we've started doing, uh, the 50 Shades of Grey series on my podcast. And I believe the next one will be next week. And, um, <laughs> but she sent me, um, <laughs> she sent me a cameo from one Peter Fascinelli, uh, an amazing actor. You might know him from Can't Hardly Wait, or you also might know him, uh, as Dr. Cullen from the, the Twilight movie series. So here is Mr. Peter Fascinelli, uh, in care of Annabelle DeSisto. Ryan Bailey, it's Peter Fascinelli here, also known as Carlisle Cullen from the Twilight Saga. Uh... So Annabelle DeSisto reached out to me, told me it was your birthday. And uh, and I have this coolest, you know, podcast ever called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Congrats on that. She says that you work so hard and uh, and that you're 24-7 uh, doing your show and, and that uh, that you're, you're, you love the Cullens and... Uh, <laughs> And, and Dr. Cullen. So I hope that this birthday well wishes reaches you and, uh, and that you have this, the best day ever. Um, and good luck. Uh, congrats on your podcast, man. That's, that's pretty fantastic. Another trip around the sun. Happy, happy birthday. I'd sing to you, but I think you'd stop being a fan if I did. Uh, so I will leave it at happy birthday. May you live forever like a vampire. Uh, and, uh, when can I be on your show, man?
Talk soon. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, it's Facinelli, not Facinelli, and Dr. Carlisle Cullen. Oh, oh, oh my God, Annabella, if you're listening, thank you so much. I don't know. I don't know how to receive. I mean, this is hysterical. It's really funny, and I hope I hope I continue to get messages for the rest of my life from people that I've made fun of in some form. But it really there. I it's easy for me to talk behind a mic, um, but it is much harder for me to receive these things in person. And I never know uh, what to really say to say thank you. Um, but uh, from the bottom of my heart to all of these these ladies, thank you so much. Um, it was just such a cool day, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait. I got I got a I got a a painting from um well listener and also but also now it's turned out to be my good friend Lindsay marco she made a she is a painter i mean she went to yale you guys and she painted me a tom cruise laughing portrait because one of my favorite pop culture moments is when tom cruise um you know famous scientologist and movie actor uh he was in scientology videos just cracking up just losing his mind and she painted that and she guys she's a real i'm i'm she's a real painter that's how she makes her living and stuff she went to yale she's the real deal and she's really cool and she loves vanderpump rules and all that stuff she painted that i cannot wait to post it on my instagram and my friend megan um uh I got a drawing from one of my favorite pop culture artists, Brandon Bird, um, and he um, he uh, he drew me and Andy Cohen, and I have a knife, and Andy Cohen has chains. Like we're fighting people together. It's like that scene in Anchorman. I don't know if you guys remember, um, but uh, I can't wait to post both of those. They were just so cool, and my room really is just turning into insanity. I mean, I'm really once again. I I keep saying it because I just I I. I'm so scared to ever bring anybody to my room again because it's all weird shit that I like, but I really like it. So like I said earlier, when we started the show, when I pass away, not only somebody's going to have to hit the kill switch on all my emails and, and phone and all that stuff, but somebody's going to have to clear out my room too, because I just, my poor mother having to go through these things and ask like, who is this? Who is this man that my son is drawn next to? Who, who is Andrew Cohen? Who? Um, uh, but you guys just thank you. I mean, what a, fucking way to make me feel special i was thinking you know years ago when i first started uh one of the first podcasters that i'd ever worked with i, d- I did a podcast for my acting studio talking to actors uh but then i was friendly uh, i was really good friends at the time with this girl with a girl molly mcaleer who is a, a brilliant podcaster in her own right and i used to hang out with her and got to you know see how she you know did things and and it was just i, I remember you know she was the one that started this emotionally broken psychos uh, podcast that led to the Facebook group, which led me to like the, it was the first Facebook group I was ever in, and I I found all of these common minded people, and it was like, it was my dream to do what I'm doing now. Like, and that's there's no joke there. There's no like, ha ha, get a better dream. Like, no, I was like, it would be so cool to someday be able to talk about all this shit I've watched for my whole life, and I met people like I remember. Um, there was a little tiny podcast fest years ago that Ronnie and Ben did from Watch What Crappens. And it was the first time I met Ronnie and Ben. And I remember they had sold out. And for, for that for that time, sold out was like 60 people. 
And I was like, holy shit, they got 60 people to come? And now they get like thousands of people to come to their live shows. But I just remember how cool it all was. And to even be uh, in this, you know, and talking with all of you guys, this this is this is really you know and i don't make uh i don't make money off of this yet um and i i make a little bit off the patreon and and some that goes to, to maritza uh, uh for all the beautiful images um but it, it's it's so worth it because what i feel like we're building here is potentially something really cool and the stuff that in my dreams and this you know like the the year ahead if i work really hard and and you guys keep um uh, digging it i think some really cool stuff could happen so the sky's the limit but uh anyways i'm gonna stop talking because i really don't have anything else to say except that i'm just uh i was overwhelmed with all of this uh this love um so thank you to everybody and now let's get on to making fun of reality shows uh also i just wanted to they made two huge announcements in terms of music and i was thinking we've got to really start focusing on music a little bit because live concerts are going to start happening we got to show our love for live concerts once we're vaccinated but we got to show our love for new music and I really love uh, Billie Eilish. I do. I, I thought that Apple documentary on Apple TV that they uh, directed by R.J. Cutler. I talked about it um, uh, a couple months ago when it first came out. I think it uh, it was excellent. But Billie Eilish has announced her new album, her uh, follow up to her huge album, uh, Where Do We Go When We Sleep, is coming out uh, July 30th. Uh, it is called Happier Than Ever. Uh, she has the album cover. It's her with blonde hair and crying. And I think that's awesome. I'm so ready for a new Billie Eilish album. I hope it is. I hope there's some bops on there. I hope it is a great summer album. And you guys, you know this next brand, how much they mean to me. Counting Crows. I If I could do one thing, draw more attention to this band that uh, kind of had its heyday in the late 90s, early 2000s, and I still love them to death. But they have announced their new album, Adam Duritz and Gang. It is called Butter Miracle Sweet One. And, uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Butter, but I'll go with it, Butter Miracle. And his... Um, the first single, uh, Elevator Boots, is available now, and I really like it. You know, they're really in that kind of country, like not like uh, not pop country, but kind of like, you know, there's like definitely a southern vibe with a lot of his music now, Adam Duritz. But uh, his Instagram post said, I told you this year would be better than the last. Butter Miracle, Sweet One, out 521. And I'm so ecstatic about a new Counting Crows album as well. But you know what's so crazy? that you know, So you have Billie Eilish over there. Amazing. Uh, she, um, she puts out that her album's coming out. She gets 11 million likes on an announcement for a new album. And then Counting Crows uh, announces their new album, and they get 5,400 likes. And... I know we're not alike. I mean, I know we're not supposed to pay attention to likes, but I feel I fear that we sometimes turn into a like based society. And that's why it's really important, really, really important to support the things that you love because they 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 draw attention to other people. And if you love these things, you should be proud enough, even if it's silly stuff to let people know to, to hopefully, you know, maybe broaden their horizons a little bit and see if they like it. But 11 million to 5,404 likes. I mean, 
I feel like they deserve at least 6,000 likes. Or at least a million. Come on. 11 million for Billy? At one point, I will say, Counting Crows had the number one album. And they were their first album stayed on the charts for years. Um and uh, but just 5,404 likes like it it shames me like some of my instagram posts have gotten more than 5,400 likes that's shameful counting crows is one of the greatest bands um and i uh, really i don't even like screw it i really do think they are amazing they're amazing live i can't wait to see them again uh live which hopefully this means they will be touring but uh it it's sometimes just like damn but it just reminds you, you got to go hard for the things that you love. Because Billie Eilish is riding that wave right now of one of the most popular pop stars in the world. But it's not always going to be like that for Billie. So you got to really say, okay, if I'm a Billie Eilish stan or a fan or whatever we call it, we want to be that way for the rest of our lives. You know, like uh, Counting Crows is perfect. They've been around for like 30 years. And it's like they meant something to me at a certain point in my life when I was a young, young kid. And then you got to then stand with them in in their lean years. And, you know, you got to be with that. And I, I take pride in being a fan of these things long after they're, they're popular or in the zeitgeist. Um, also, we just got an announcement. This is interesting, is that um, we got a... This is crazy. Lana Del Rey, who just released uh, in... in amazing album called Kim Trails Over the Country Club. She has announced that she is having a second album this year, July 4th. It's called Blue Bannisters. It is a full 12-track album. Uh, some of the uh, songs are called Cigarette Sex, Coke Necklace Lullaby. Number 10 is called a John Mayer cover. I mean, these are great. One of the songs features Azalea Banks. Like, this oh wait no i think the track list is a joke never mind wooden peaches clayton's piss king <laughs> yeah no wait <laughs> sorry the the album is true you guys the album is real those track titles are not somebody was fucking around on twitter as uh because they're assholes <laughs> um okay so music is taken care of now let's get to the reality show portion of tonight now Real Housewives of New York premieres next Wednesday. I am very excited for it. Now, today I was privileged to be able to watch uh, the Paley Center in Los Angeles. The Paley Center champions the TV arts. They always do kind of reunions of past TV casts. Uh, this past year, they did Six Feet Under, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, you know, years past, they've done Lost. Usually they do these things in person where you, you know, buy a ticket, you show up and you watch your favorite actors, actresses, um, behind the scenes people talk about the art of making this show uh real housewives of new york uh did a paley center fest uh thing today and it was all based on reality shows so it was online and uh you know was lucky enough to to get tickets for it and so i got to watch um they only had sonia morgan leah mcsweeney ebony williams andy cohen and um, uh, a, a professor lady from some university talking about, you know, they needed somebody smart on there to talk about reality series. And it was sponsored by the New York Post and our buddy Danny Murphy, Cashmere Dan. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. A really great dude. Really funny dude. He got to do a little 15 minute intro with the housewives and I almost died. I was like, 
Holy shit. I got to tell you folks, this is my vision. This is my audio vision board. I want to do what Dan did one day. Like I want to be able to be on there 15 minutes to do some opening questions with housewives and stuff. That is, was so cool. I was so proud of him to see him do that. I had no idea he did that, but it was so, so neat. And so it was an hour thing. There was a little bit of a little bit of dirt here and there that, you know, um, the people watching, I don't know how many of theirs there, there were, we didn't get to ask any questions, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, it was great. Sonia is just so entertaining. Sonia was in Mexico. She was not anywhere near uh, all stars, but she looked amazing. And they asked um, any cast member that uh, supported you the most uh, this season. They asked Ebony and Ebony said Sonia Morgan. Um, Ebony said Sonia is just beyond really what people could imagine. So full of integrity, ingenuity, exuberance and a wise woman. And uh, she is so excited to uh, see more of her in her life. And I thought, I was like, damn, Ebony really loves Sonia. Um, I thought that was great. Sonia kept talking about different places in Mexico she's been. She talked about when they went to tequila, uh, that town tequila with Bethany. Um, and uh, she was asked what she, uh, she did because, remember, she got caught in Palm Springs, I believe, when COVID happened. Uh, hit and she said Sonia goes yes I convened with the locals <laughs> I was like just what a great way to say that you got stuck somewhere I convened with the locals uh, she also let us know without being asked that when she's not in you know when she doesn't have to worry about the townhouse weighing her down anymore she loves to be in Mexico and she says she has a coconut every day once again wasn't asked just said out of nowhere I have a coconut every day I mean, Sonia Morgan is so Sonia Morgan that it's incredible, you know. Uh, Sonia also let us know that the show has been good for her culturally. Also, I would have taped this whole thing and played it, but that was illegal, so I couldn't do that, just FYI. So I try to take notes um, for what the, the little pieces that I thought might be interesting. Um, Ebony uh, said, they, they, you know, asked which housewives of your would you have loved to have filmed with? And she said, oh, it would have been fun to have filmed with Jill Zarin or the early Bethany era or Dorinda. Um, I thought that was great. They all talked about being on the Ramona coaster. Uh, I thought that was awesome as well. Um, they asked Andy, what is unscripted television? And Andy was like, well, that is a big question. But Andy said it's meant to be a reflection of reality. There's no scripts, many different genres of the medium that we have. And he thinks of housewives as sociology in its best form. And in this case, it's repping a friend group, uh, sisters, mothers, friends, wives, uh, sometimes their foes. And ultimately, people love watching human behavior. People love to judge others. And this gives them a license to judge. And especially, he said, Real Housewives of New York, because it is very, also very, very funny, which keeps people coming back. And uh, it takes them to a different world, which I thought was just a great answer for it being thrown at him. Um, you know, they... Uh, he also says that this is really the, you know, the modern soap opera. He said he grew up watching uh, soaps with his uh, his family, and this is a modern soap opera. And 15 years later, it is still going strong. Um, Leah, let us know. Oh, my wonderful Leah. Let us know that she started therapy this week. Um, she says she does not have a Twitter account because it is too toxic. 
Uh, she does have an Instagram cu- uh, account and she loves getting free skincare products, but she also says it is so toxic. I will have to say what was interesting. She is very aware that we all think she's going to have a stinker a second season. She is very aware of what we say. In fact, she like point blank said a couple of things that I've said. I know she didn't get it from me because a lot of people, we've all said the same thing is that had such as, you know, she was aware she had such a good first season that she was a really scared, not scared, but she's, you know, she's seen all of us say that she's going to have a horrible second season and have the uh, sophomore slump. But she said, you know, it's really funny, you know, everybody kind of builds you up to tear you down. And we really do do that on social media a lot. So she is trying to be as centered as possible in preparation for all of this. And I thought that was interesting about starting therapy. Um, And then it was really cute. Andy was at his house on his Zoom that we saw when he was doing Watch What Happens Live from his house. And all of a sudden you're like, Dad, Dad. And he was like, Hey, Ben. Ben was calling for him from the other room. Like, we didn't get to see Ben, but he was like, hey, Ben, I'm in here. And it was really, it was just like a nice moment. You you sometimes forget that these are real people. And like, you know, Andy was probably finishing up his day. And I, I just, you know, it's interesting too, because, you know, as I talk to like now three or four, I do three or four different interviews a day, it seems like, and, and do Patreons and all this stuff. And really... I mean, my day is full of podcasts and Instagram crap now. I mean, st- good stuff. But you realize, like, this is really his bread and butter. It just is go, go, go. And I really respect that. I really, you know, I know Andy Cohen irks a lot of people, like, irks people for some reason. I still don't know why. Like, I know he has some controversial stances, but I really look up to him. Uh, I just think he's so great. It would just, it would kill me to, uh, I hope to meet him in person one day. I got to talk to him um, on Amy Phillips' show, but I would just really really it would be really exciting to talk to him one day um he lets us know also there are eight housewives shows going right now eight whole series in production and he says you know it is definitely getting difficult to handhold everybody he was saying you know to any new housewife i kind of give them the same spiel but there really is no guidebook um he was saying also it's been very interesting to you know, be a part of this, uh, and how brutal it was when he started doing watch what happens live, how he got made fun of a lot for being wall-eyed, uh, for being cross-eyed. And Sonia's reaction was like, what? No, you're beautiful, Andy. Um, this was a neat, neat little piece of information. Sonia said, uh, kind of alluded to this season is going to be a lot of really intense, interesting conversations between the ladies because there was a rule. Remember, they filming they were filming still during the pandemic that they could only film with ten people at a time due to the COVID rules set by the show. So I thought that was really kind of a neat little tidbit. So we might be getting a real, a little bit more of a personal one, which could be really, really good, you guys, in terms of fights and uh, things like that. Uh, she also said that they go through the election on the show, which I thought was interesting. They make uh, they made a joke about Ramona saying Ramona steps in shit all the time, uh, or Ramona shits the bed all the time, and they didn't mean it as she actually shits, but we we all know that watch Roni is that Ramona now is rumored to shit her pants a lot. So Sonia made a joke about that. Um, and then at the very end, it was very cute. Leah said hi to all of her aunts who were watching. You guys, I know everybody. I do still have a crush on Leah. I'm sorry. I've tried to, I've tried to beat it out of my head. And, you know, sure, there are other ladies, Lindsay from Summer House and Tiffany Moon and Heather Gay. But Leah, there's just... I don't know. I just, I really, I hope I get to talk to Leah one day. She's, 
I don't know. I just think she's she's kind of great. She might she might end up sucking, but I still like her. So there you guys sticking up for my lady. Um, also in terms of summer house, we're getting a little bit of an extended peek into the summer house reunion. I'm going to play a clip for you, which is the, um, uh, everybody backstage talking about, uh, everybody before the actual reunion starts. Also, I was noticing, I was looking at Luke Gulbranson from summer house, Luke, his rings that he makes. Could I pull off a Luke Gulbranson ring? I mean, I feel like only people like Luke can pull off Luke rings, but I don't know. There's a part of me that's like. You won't like part of me is like, Ryan, you won't be happy until you have a Luke Gulbranson ring. And of course, I've said this about literally everything in my bedroom. Like, Ryan, you know what's going to make you happy? Daft Punk action figures. And they kind of made me happy. But I think the Luke rings would really make me happy. One of those gold rings that he wears. They kind of look like lug nuts. Um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking that maybe I could pull it off. And I don't know if like... You know, like I've talked with Luke a couple times. I'd be like, hey, bro, do you think I could pull off one of your rings? You know, like I'm not, I don't think I could get a free ring, but I, I don't know. Like this is the shit that keeps me, This I don't know why I'm like this, you guys. Why am I thinking about what I would look like with a Luke Gulbranson ring? We'd all look great in a Luke Gulbranson ring, huh? Anyways, here is one of our first looks at the Summer House reunion. I mean, listen, the f- list is long with Hannah, let's be real. <laughs> um... Yeah, I would love to clear some things up with Hannah today. It's nerve-wracking getting a group of friends together that haven't seen each other and clearly have some things to discuss. The biggest topics today will be Hannah, Hannah, and Hannah. Hannah, Hannah, and Hannah. I've been in touch with everybody um, since since we left the house, but uh, communications abruptly stopped in our group chat when the season started to air. Gee, I wonder why. And I haven't really been in touch with Hannah since. Last time Hannah and I had a text exchange would probably be pre-summer. Like, it's either group chat or now nothing. It's very rare for the Summer House group chat to go silent uh, because we're a family. And it was basically silent all season long. And I think that says something. Heading into the reunion right now, I am I'm really nervous. Um, I feel like... I didn't have any beef really with anyone. I don't have, you know, issues that I feel like people are going to bring up and like come at me at left field. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of conversations about like my relationship with Hannah and our friendship and where we stand. And I don't, that makes me really uncomfortable. I talked to every single person in this house because when we left filming, I left with what I thought was a house full of friends. I mean, quite frankly, the only thing I have to clear up are all the lies that Hannah has been spewing as this season has aired. I don't know how else to put it. Like, there's, like, fabrication going on. And I'm not the scapegoat for someone else's rough summer. It wasn't even a rough summer. It was, like, completely unhinged. Let's just be honest. Let's just call it how it is. Uh, I'm not I'm not the reason she flew off the hinges, you know, every single time there was a hint of criticism. <sighs> Okay. Oh my God, it's gonna be a long day. I feel good. I feel like because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to see each other, and so much is just like you know, people hating on social media, even your friends. And it's better to like be in person to be able to be mature and talk things out. Since filming, I've been in touch with everyone except Luke and Kyle. Kyle, we were good until I got engaged, and then no, <laughs> so weird. I'm 
really nervous, but I'm hoping that we can kind of figure out all of the drama and come to a end point and honestly shake hands and move on so we can have a great next summer. So let's squash everything or yell at each other or kill each other or whatever happens at a reunion. I honestly, I don't know if I'm just being super naive, but I really don't feel like it's going to be as bad as people are anticipating. I don't know how people can stay mad this long, you know? I think one of the biggest topics is going to be Hannah's engagement, of course, because it's an exciting thing no matter what, and I think it caught us all by surprise. I just think, like, the whole Luke, Hannah, Sierra, Dad situation is going to be a big topic, because even now I feel like I know more about it than most people, it's still confusing. I think it's more nerve-wracking, like, watching the season. But, like, this is important for friends to be able to, like, sit and talk to each other. I, th- I think there's a, a lot to clear up um, because there's been a lot of stuff going around that just, like, isn't true. People are going to have all types of stuff that they're going to say with me. And I think now they'll be able to hear it. I'll be here to, like, talk about my piece. And it's going to be cathartic for me. I've been in touch with everybody besides Hannah. Listen, Hannah put me through the ringer. I don't think that sh- I could feel any way... I, I mean, I'm not nervous in the sense of, like, what else is she going to say or do to me? What is one thing you want to play up today for you? Hannah's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Chills, you guys. Goose pimples on my entire body. Uh, nipples that could cut glass right now. That's how excited I am. I don't know. Like I guys, I am so into this show that that four minute clip, I was like, no, oh my God. It just goes to show you one man's trash is another man's gold because I'm sure some of you guys don't like summer house and you're like, who cares? But I'm so curious. Like I'm even curious to hear Hannah's side. I want to hear her defend herself from her actions. But what's interesting is that she just, this is the competitor in her, I believe. She just doesn't get it. Like, uh, there's no part of her that's like, whoa, I watched, it is, it is, I did some really embarrassing things. I, I The camera got it. I saw that. I was going through some shit. I, I am much more in, in a really good place right now. I, you know, so it, it doesn't seem like she's headed that direction. So it'll be interesting to hear her defend herself or speak her truth or whatever. By the way, I predict we will hear Hannah say, I'm here to speak my truth at some point in the first episode. But I'm really excited. I was bummed we didn't get to hear from Danielle or Lindsay in those opening little speeches. But yeah, I mean, everybody's got issues with Hannah. So this will be interesting. And Paige at the very end said, I want want to clear up that Hannah's not a bitch. I mean, I was talking with Blocked by Jax, at Blocked by Jax on Instagram about this today, about Paige. You know, she's kind of made her bed with Hannah. I mean, she's got a lot of business, you know, with her. And I wonder about their relationship. You know, it's like those those people that, you know, Hannah potentially might just want to be one of those shit talker people that just shit talks everybody. And so Paige is kind of always around for that. And Hannah might be like, oh, Paige always agrees with me because she would say something if she didn't. And maybe Paige is not the shit talker. Maybe Paige is as much of a shit talker as Hannah is. But it is one of those things like I, I was talking about those couples, you know, where, you know, the the guy's an asshole and the girl's really nice. And then over the course of like a year or two, the girl turns out to be an asshole, too. Like they become their partner. 
Um, I, I'm curious about this with Jackson, Brittany as well. You know, Brittany might not be sweet, sweet, sweet as pie anymore in a year. Um, so I'm really excited. That got me even more excited for the reunion. I'm pissed that we're going to have to wait a week for part two, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. So summer house reunion is in one short day. Oh man. Two part reunion. It is going to be good. Okay. What else? Ooh, you guys. Uh, tonight was the season finale of Real Housewives of Dallas. I have not been able to watch it yet because I'm talking with you guys. Of course, we have covered the entire season of Real Housewives of Dallas with my good friend Kate Legeko over on Patreon. And they had, I'm one of those people that I liked Real Housewives of Dallas this season. I didn't think it was amazing, but I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. Um, and I love that. I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world, but, um, I thought there was a lot of really good moments and, and the drama behind the scenes, all this shit that about the reunion about Brandy and Carrie potentially having COVID. I want to know more about this. So you guys, they released the trailer today. And also it's always a bad sign because they just filmed this a couple weeks ago. It just means they're rushing things. Like, do you remember the back when it was like they filmed the reunion a couple months before it actually aired? Now they're filming it like a couple weeks before it airs. So it's just a weird schedule they must be on. Um, but yeah, we, we get to get our first look and Brandy and Carrie are both on TV screens because they had to stay behind. So it looks like fucking like the emperor from like return of the Jedi. Who's always like a hologram. Like I am hologram Brandy and I'm hologram Carrie and I like tequila. Um, but it is, it is just, it is the perfect way to end. Like I will nonstop laugh at that reunion because it also looks like Brandy has no lighting on her. So she just looks God awful. You guys, I know if, you know, like she just looks bad. And you know, if you travel with COVID and you, you potentially know you did, I, I, you know, I don't have tons, tons, tons of sympathy for you. Um, we do find out that she was 14 weeks pregnant during filming. Um, that will be asked. I'm going to play the clip for you guys and let's see what you think. Next time on the Real Housewives of Dallas reunion. I'm prepared. Okay. Elle Woods goes to court. Yes. <laughs> Everything in life has an Excel spreadsheet. Does it? Including husbands. Wow. Stephanie, I'm not you, okay? I'm not milk toast. I'm not a doormat. But you know what? I am a good friend. Thank you for explaining my culture to me. I'm not talking about your culture, Tiffany. I was talking about food. Food is part of my culture. Do you still deny that you bullied her? I think bullying is a really strong word. When I said you were a bully, I felt like you were bullying me. All season long, I felt like I was being bullied for no reason. She never once had my back. She's a bully. She's this, she's that. I'm like, what? I don't know what part of you felt like you weren't being yourself. You brought a blow-up doll with a large phallic object. What is happening in your marriage? We just told our kids. A video was making its rounds about your husband, Brian, at a club with another woman. We just can't make this up. Uh, please go watch it, you guys, because I think the visual of having Brandy on a TV screen on a TV screen is uh, like the best form of inception. Uh, and of course, the big things in that that you see is that Carrie, I believe, is going to let us know that her and her husband, Eduardo, are getting a divorce, um, which I've suspected all season. I think we all have. And that uh, Andy confronts Brandy about uh, her husband potentially cheating on her. Remember, we saw that video that made the rounds of him making out with a girl at a nightclub. 
Um, so it, it, those both will be answered. And I'm just curious how they're going to pull this off. I'm curious. Like, I think this is just, um, you know, this kind of stuff was bound to happen. I think this is an important one because of COVID and stuff like that. I, I, I think this kind of gives it a little bit of a gravity that some of the other franchises have not had. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing this and that this will be next week. So it will be, I, and I, it, it's, I don't know, man. I, I'm curious if it'll be a one or a two part reunion. It, it definitely won't be three. Uh, so I, I'm really curious to see what they do with that. And I'm really curious about the future of the Real Housewives of Dallas franchise. Once again, I want to say that Deandra turned into a top tier housewife, in my opinion. Uh, I just thought she killed it this season. And Tiffany Moon was such a great addition. What a you know, just a lovely person that really shared a lot of things, not only the silliness, but just like her stuff with her mom, the stuff with the family, uh, you know, her uh, educating Brandy about uh, being Asian. I mean, just a lot of really, really amazing stuff happened this season. And I feel like it really has uh, been treated as the redheaded stepchild. Uh, no offense, <laughs> Brandy. Um <laughs> Anyways, so I am very excited to see that reunion, and I'd like to convince you guys to try it as well. If you want to catch up, all 14 episodes of The Real Housewives of Dallas recap is over on the Patreon. Okay. Oh, also, these are a little, uh, a couple of quick hits that I wanted to talk about. Hate to go back to Summer House, but I was re-watching the season finale to do my recap with Emily, and I noticed um, Hannah had huge pit stains on her red dress, and I think that really goes to show you that Hannah might not have been a favorite of the crew because you would have thought somebody would give Hannah a heads up of like, yo, you have huge pit stains in your nice red dress on your talking heads. Go back and look at it. I just I just thought it was kind of like, damn, nobody even told her. Um, <laughs> oh, also, uh, there were no spoilers today in terms of, well, no, there was, oh God, this day has been so long. Real Housewives All-Stars, supposedly now the rumor is that Tamara Judge and, uh, Tamara Judge and Lisa Rinna are on their way. Tamara Judge posted a Instagram saying that she is on standby. Uh, and then Teresa posted a photo on a plane. So people were assuming that she was flying back. This could be just Teresa messing with us, but I did put a, uh, Instagram post out today saying, guys, has anybody thought that this Real Housewives All-Stars might be a competition show? Uh, the only things I, the only reason I think that, and I, uh, is that Winter House, think about that Winter House, the clip that we saw was a tug of war between two groups of people. So maybe Real Housewives All-Stars All will be a very similar thing. Maybe it's a week-long competition where housewives get kicked off a la Survivor. Um, so I'm very curious to see that. Um, and I think that actually would be a good way to go. Would you not want to see Teresa do a Survivor-type challenge? Come on. Wouldn't you love to see her do one of those puzzles? And she's like, I don't know. What do, what's an analogy? What? That That is my Teresa imitation um uh let's see here what else a couple quick hits i also want to recommend below deck sailing yacht i think below deck sailing yacht has been so great this season it really uh made up for the lack of a show below deck had this year it just was not firing on any cylinders for me but below deck sailing yacht there is some crazy stuff happening a girl uh might have gotten pregnant by one of 
the dock hands um you know gary is crazy on this show it really has been enjoyable and i think you know sometimes they get lucky and just put a good group of people together they kind of like fall in love with each other hate each other and the sailing yacht's interesting because they sail it's not a yacht it's a sailing yacht and it really is it's kind of fascinating you kind of feel like ooh, look at me being fancy i all of a sudden know how a sailing yacht works it makes you feel all fancy about yourself. It's very, very exciting. So, um, also, uh, they made this announcement. I think for fans of TV, um, they, uh, you know, how they did that documentary framing Britney Spears. The New York Times did. They announced uh, this week that they are now going to do a framing Janet Jackson documentary from the New York Times uh, based on the Justin Timberlake Super Bowl incident. I mean, this we're never going to let this die, are we? We are never going to let this Super Super Bowl from 18 years, 15, 16 years ago die. I think that is just hysterical and fitting and Justin Timberlake must be just shitting his pants right now. So the same team is working on a documentary for the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show. Timberlake may well find himself playing defense once more with the release of the Jackson Dock, as a fallout from her NFL wardrobe malfunction is widely believed to have boosted his career while stunting hers. Uh, a source says it's going to be all about the fallout and the suits who fucked over Janet at Viacom, the company that owned MTV, which produced the halftime show, and CBS, which broadcasted the game. They're reaching out to everyone who was involved, dancers, stylists, directors, everyone, said the source. Well, hell, you guys, I'll do it. I watched it as a kid. I'll do this. It's unclear, it's unclear whether Jackson 54, J- Janet Jackson's only 54? God, that's awesome. Or Timberlake 40, who famously tore off part of the Rhythm Nation singer's top and exposed her breasts during the performance, will participate in the film. It is so funny to see how times has changed even that. Like, I expect to see breasts now on any on any show. I'm disappointed if I don't see breasts, you know? Um Insiders told us it's unlikely that Jackson will support it since she's working her own two-part documentary premiering on Lifetime and A&E next year. They did the Britney doc without Britney, and there's been more interest in the Super Bowl since the documentary premiered, and Justin apologized. A source close to Timberlake told us he was never contacted about the Spears doc and said, This is unfortunately about the tenth one of these, but hopefully they include all sides. Um, so this will this will be interesting. Um We'll, we'll find out more about this. This was just taken from a Page Six article written by Carlos Greer. Um, God, I, I would love to interview somebody from Page Six one day. What a cool job. Um, and the other thing I wanted to, uh, you know, as we start wrapping up here, is uh, Mini Sheena. Speaking of Sheena, we opened the show with Sheena. Remember Mini Sheena from last season? She works in Vegas. Um, she, I believe... You know, uh, according to her Instagram on Sunday, I believe it seemed like she was having a psychotic break of some sort and was posting just a lot of crazy, not cra- I don't want to say crazy things, but just a lot of things. She was, it seems very troubled and I'm worried about her. She was posting all of this on her, um, her social media, uh, I'm trying to pull up the article right now, um, this is from heavy.com. It says Vegas Sheena says fired Vanderpump Rules star got Kendall Jenner pregnant. So she was just saying making wild ac- accusations. Uh, this uh, Vegas Sheena, her real name is Kara, and she works at worked at Vanderpump Cocktail Garden at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Um, 
you know, and Kara and Sheena were friends last season and it was like kind of funny and we all laughed about it, but she started posting cryptic messages on April 25th, um, about, uh, herself and Max Boyens, who was the fired cast member. Um, they supposedly slept, slept together. If you remember the Vegas episode of last season. Um, so in her Instagram story, she claimed that Max is being held captive and that Kendall Jenner is pregnant with his baby. On April 26, uh, we got a screenshot uh, on an Instagram uh, stories of a Facebook update from Ellen Hudgens, a woman who was tagged in one of Kara's recent Instagram stories. Hudgens says that Kara has been suffering from mental illness. Uh, For the last several months, she has been struggling with mental illness, but truly believes it's the universe. As someone who has depression, anxiety, and is medicated for it, I have tried so hard to get her help, which makes me an enemy in her eyes. The whole situation has been so bad for my own mental health and very triggering. I contacted her family who lives on the East Coast and told them this was very serious. And so her dad flew out to Vegas and she flipped and posted all of those stories yesterday. At this point, I am at a loss of what to do. Hopefully she finally agrees to get help. The message read. Um, So some of her Instagram posts. You know, she was saying stuff like, uh, did you know that the colors we wear can affect our energetic bodies and moods and affect who and what we attract? I associate yellow with the sun and I associate the sun with happiness. Some other common yellow qualities, optimism, positivity, friendliness, da, 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 da. She just kept going. Um, it was a huge thing. And, and, you know, that's fine. You know, it, it might be a little weird to some, but it wasn't, you know, totally bizarre. Uh, but then again, on April 25th, Kara took to her Instagram stories to post about Justin Bieber. Haley Bieber and Kim Kardashian. She said that the three celebs were posting yellow and roses throughout this whole process, but as soon as she asked for help, they all went radio silent. She writes, I am in very real danger. If anything happens to me, it is 100% the church and Justin Bieber at play. Kara's post continued, if anyone knows anyone who can help me, please know I need it. In her next post, Kara wrote that she has begged and begged for help. She continued, My dad came to get me today, and the day I am supposed to fly out on a plane, Lizzo is at Caesar's Palace, and Sheena is hooked up ready to deliver. I am not silent. I am not a silent, quiet sheep. I will not walk into a trap. I am a child of God, and I see the evil around me, Kara added. Her next post was about colors. (coughs) Sorry. Her next post was about colors and harmony, and Kara expressed that she was in real danger by people she had trusted. The two posts that came next on Kara's Instagram story seemed to take a bit of a shift. Kara wrote that she is not a martyr for this mission, and she expressed that she had been enjoying her freedom that she has found since her spiritual awakening. She tagged a bunch of celebrities and a Vanderpump Vegas a gentleman named Stephen Alsvig, who appears to work at Vanderpump Vegas, and Ellen Hudgens, who I read the quote from before. Um... In the next few posts, Kara made some bold claims about Max Boyens. These people held Max Boyens captive. I spoke to him on Steven's phone for a few seconds before they ripped the phone away from him, and my intuition tells me that they tried to hurt him. If he is hurt, look in the, look in the same places. If you're reading this, Max, I love you, and I don't blame you for any of this. Kara then posted, oh yeah, last thing, Kendall Jenner is pregnant with Max's baby. Uh, she tagged Kendall in that. Um, For those wondering if Kara's phone had been stolen or hacked, she posted videos of herself speaking, explaining to her followers that she's not crazy. She also said that she wanted people to know that nothing was posted. Nothing was posted with ill intention towards anyone and that she always stands firm in her truth and her authenticity. Um, Kara has posted to her Instagram stories. Kara 
since on Monday, April 26, she uploaded a selfie and posted a couple of things that she had written that appears to be song lyrics. Uh, Max has not responded, although he has been active on social media since they posted, and perhaps unsurprisingly, Kendall Jenner has not responded to Kara's claims that Max got her pregnant. Kendall is currently dating NBA star Devin Booker, according to People. By the way, that's actually the real story. We should look into who Kendall Jenner actually is dating. Anyways, uh, this was from, like I said, a Heavy.com article um, written by uh, Effie Orphanides. Oh, Effie makes me think of House of Effie with that army thing. But I, I don't know. I'll keep you posted more about this. But I just wanted to to uh, just I wanted to put that out there and try to be in just in the spirit of if we, we all go through mental illnesses, if we can help people, that is great. If we can get them the help that they need. And also in these times, especially, especially take care of your own mental health. If that means slowing down, if that means trying to sleep more, if that means doing things that make you happy, our mental health is so precious and it is a day-to-day struggle. You can be happy one day and you can be horribly sad the next day. And sometimes our minds lie to us. Remember that. Sometimes our minds lie to us and tell us that things exist that don't. And, you know, you have small examples of this thinking that, you know, oh, maybe somebody's talking shit about me but then you have big examples where over time your mind can deteriorate where it will like do really kind of crazy scenarios so i i know that that people with mental illness believe these things so hopefully she is getting the help she needs um you know i know this is silly sometimes it's all about vanderpump rules but you know send a good thought her way if you can because that is just horrible and we don't want uh, anybody to go through that so you guys, wow, we did it. An hour and 40 minutes, just me and you. <laughs> I thought, I was like, I don't know. But this is a good mishmash. This is a good bouillabaisse. This is a good amuse-bouche of, of just us. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I didn't get to Gia, but I'll get to that another day. And, and we'll have a new episode uh, out for you on Thursday. Uh, and I hope I'm feeling good with that second vaccine shot so we can get everything out to you. Uh, if you want to support me even further, please go to patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Uh, me and Baditza Lopez, we started Real Housewives of Miami season two, episode one. I just put out a two hour and 10 minute episode there today. And it's really good and it's really funny and I think you guys will really like it Real Housewives of Miami it's my first time watching it the first season was amazing recaps of the first season is all on the Patreon and the second season I'm one episode in and it is so pardon my French gee goddamn good it is so good it is so good. So please follow along with us on that journey. You can watch Real Housewives of Miami on the Bravo TV app. And it's good to prepare yourself if you haven't watched it because they are rebooting it for the Peacock Network. So you guys, that that uh, that ends this podcast. I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for letting me do this. If there's anything that you would like me to take a look at, please email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. And also there was a gentleman that probably doesn't listen to this anymore, but he 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 emailed me a long time about organization. If you can email me again and and somebody help with my organization, I am in desperate need of it. I I, I don't know. So if anybody has any ideas, please, because I don't want let any I don't want to let anything fall through the cracks and I'm a afraid it's getting to a point that I definitely am. I'm uh, so if I have not responded to your message or something, know that it is not personal. I definitely want to and I keep it does keep me up late at night sometimes thinking about not being able to get to everything that I want to. This is my dream and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So, thank you guys. Love you and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye. 
Betches.